rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Jurassic World by Minute Time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And this week we're back to discuss Minute 35 of Fallen Kingdom. But before we get to that, David, heading over to Jurassic-Pedia.com, we've got an article up here for the 2020 Jeep Gladiator JT. The vehicles, armoured vehicles? No, modified vehicles for uh, Dominion mm-hmm. that Bison had in Bison Valley. Again, Jeep returning to the franchise. Uh, I noticed some people, <clears throat> uh, Jeep fans and that, that weren't a fan of the mm-hmm air quotes, angry eye grills on them, but I think for the most part a, a, a new uh, inclusion in the franchise and something I wish we had a lot more uh, toys and stuff of. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I wish we had toys, models, Jada, which, uh, by the way, is coming out with a Ford Explorer now, so that's nice to get some love. Yeah, the Jeep Gladiator is a really cool-looking truck. I wouldn't mind actually putting together the one like the one in the... Um, Jurassic World Dominion that we see Ian Malcolm driving, of course, without the bars across the windows, but still, like, the most besides, like, I think the window bars, the Jeep that we see in the movie is mostly, you can, like, buy it like that. You can buy it with the, um, with the, like, the storage rack on the top and the co- and the back cover on the bed and the, and I'm sure you could probably buy the, um, is that, what, is they, what do they call it? It's like a ram grill or something like that. Yeah, I can't recall the exact name for it. I just I know people call it the angry eye or angry <laughs> angry grill. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's great that fans can finally build a vehicle from the films with certain or with a bit of ease. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not trying to find an old Ford Explorer and cutting a hole in the top for the glass dome and all, all and even find just parts for it. Uh, I know. There's a couple of people that have done ML uh, Mercedes and that for the Lost World. Not many, mm-hmm. considering we're now getting yeah. 28, 28 years or something later, and there's only probably a handful of them getting around. <laughs> um, the Jurassic Jeep still seems to be the fan standard. I mean, even like if you don't go full out with the whole decorations and the, the and the radio antennas and all that, you still see people go out there where they still have the uh, even if they like, even if they don't repaint it, they'll still get the Jurassic Park logo on, on the back of their um, on the wheel cover. They'll get the floodlights on the top, just to kind of give it. They'll get the decal stickers on the sides, just to kind of give it that look mm. that we get from the movie. You know? Yeah, I think we we might have talked about this when Dominion came out. We talked about it. Just it's the ease of uh, the Explorer or the Jeep. It's something that's that iconic. People are doing it to wheelbarrows and all sorts of other things um and just you don't have to go for a full-on screen match mm-hmm. uh build when you do the jeep or anything just people see it and recognize it even though they might not mm-hmm. be seeing it the way they know it to be <laughs> so uh, and then one yeah once once we started seeing some uh, behind the scenes stuff for dominion and seeing those those jeeps uh over oh, i can't remember mm-hmm. where they they didn't take them to Malta, did they? I can't remember where they filmed that 
Valley stuff? No, I don't believe so. I think they were only done on... Um... Oh, was that Egypt, Ireland, and Canada? Is that where they... No, no, I was going to say, I think it was only done on the Penwood Studio sets. Oh, okay. Anyway, once I seen them on screen, I, I thought... I was hoping they'd have a good part in the film. Did no. they? We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> it... Interestingly, this is the first pickup truck that Jeep has made since the Jeep Comanche, which I'm not sure if anybody's familiar, was the truck that uh, was tricked out for the movie Twister. Oh. Helm's yellow truck. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I know that was a big thing here when they come over because um, a lot of a lot of vehicles here now that the two door uh, the four door pickup. Um, mm -hmm. and it seemed like Jeep was trying into the market with that even though payload and everything was not real good <laughs> but did you ever just remember the Jeep Comanche being or the one from Twister being kind of a um, dream playground truck when I was a kid <laughs> just something that I'd like I'd like to have that to put together just to play just to go mudding and stuff and it looked fun it just looked like a fun truck you know Jada Toys, mm. you're doing Fast and the Furious and all these other diecast vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. We, need, we need a Twister pickup. Hmm. So, yeah, for this article and many more, head over to Jurassic-Pedia.com. You shoot me, and that animal dies. I think we have the drop on you, sweetheart. She's losing blood, and if I don't treat her, she'll never make it back to camp. How about this? That animal dies, I shoot you. You're gonna take care of her. Let's move on! David, that was a long, long discussion on a very small article. <laughs> Ready to get into <laughs> minute 35. Sure. Alright, uh, minute 35, Thorn opens with Blue, pinning a Merc to the ground. And I don't know where it ends because I haven't added to the run sheet. Uh, with minute 34 ending, Blue pinned the Merc to the ground, uh, defending Owen, um, and we get a couple of blood drops from the camera, and uh, we talked about that last minute, so we don't have to go into it. Uh, Wheatley pulls another dart, uh, puts another dart into Blue, which momentarily stops her from mauling the man on the ground. Uh, this gives him a chance to pull his pistol out of its holster and aims it up at Blue's underbelly. So, Interestingly, the shot here with Blue's claw digging into the Merc's face. That was actually a um, practical uh, claw there. Mm -hmm. It was like the hand was actually practical, yeah. They had it, they had it, well, the Blue here is done by a guy, well, it was done the same way as previously as a guy in a motion capture suit with a raptor helmet on his head. It's kind of funny watching the <laughs> behind-the-scenes stuff where it's... Owen reaching out towards a guy with a hat with a raptor hat on, mm. <laughs> but yeah, he's here pinning the guy down. He's got a, he's holding the raptor claw in his hand, and um, when the camera shows that close up is, of his face with the claw on it, it's um, it, that's actually practical. Mm. And it's probably as dark as dark as we ever have with the raptors with a raptor attack. Because in the past, they've all been hidden in grass, hidden behind ferns. Uh, I suppose Udesky would be... It's nice I was going to say, yeah. 
uh, Udesky getting his spine ripped out is pretty. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I was just thinking about the, sp- the claw in the back. Yeah, you're already out. Okay. That too. <laughs> All right. Well, return to Fallen then for Fallen Kingdom getting a bit of this <laughs> good good raptor attack, even though it's blue doing it, not a wild raptor. But uh, Wheatley sees the gun and cries out, "Don't shoot!" But it's too late, and the gun goes off. Uh, now with two darts and a gun wound, uh, Blue finally goes down and. Uh, in the guy's defence, I probably would have unloaded the whole clip. You know, <laughs> if, she, if she's sitting there on top of me, bloody breeze bringing blood out. Yeah. At the same time, with this kind of look when um, Blue rears backwards and we get this like shot of it, it's almost like a human rib cage. You know? It reminds me a bit of a, of the xenomorphs from the <laughs> Alien movies with that really thin rib cage look. Well. I'm- don't know if we mentioned when we first come across Blue, she's not... I know a lot of people, a lot of fans gave the Raptors, especially Blue, that sort of fat <laughs> fat demeanour when in Jurassic World. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you'd think she may be eating better now than what she was when she was in captivity. Um, being able to capture full-sized dinosaurs or whatever else to eat, not just having pigs, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she does look a little, a little malnourished when she rears up like that. She could be. I mean, the Jurassic World raptors are just built thicker in general. I mean, they're just build in general is thick and hardy, but she does look like she's leaner now. She doesn't have that kind of pudge in mm. her tail and stuff. Well, there's always a case, too, of ticks, worms, all the stuff that she's not being immunized for now. There's no vets there. So. Mm-hmm. But Owen gets up off the ground, charges Wheatley, who <laughs> calmly raises his dark gun and shoots Owen in the chest. Uh, <laughs> Chris Pratt's look here. He looks surprised as he stumbles back. And uh, as the villain reveals himself, the music begins to play and Wheatley sort of blows in Owen's direction and he collapses to the ground. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what Owen was expecting here or even why he charged Wheatley. It's not really Wheatley's fault that Blue was shot it was comedy yeah it's the guy's fault for not having more restraint but at the same time he's got a 400 pound apex predator uh, on top of him shredding at him i mean you i mean you can't really be blamed Mm. for it either yeah and i'm not really sure why owen's like ah you shot my raptor like yeah, she was attacking somebody. And the start of the film showed he didn't really care. He only come back because he watched those videos of Blue as a baby. It's, it was mm-hmm. already... Yeah, he was going to leave her yeah. to die anyway. Yeah. If, if anything, all Wheatley's done wrong here is come on site before Owens gave him the all clear to. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Zia comes running into the clearing, uh, yelling Owen's name, and uh, she must have heard the gunshot from back at the truck or wherever she was hiding. Uh, she pulls a dart out of his chest, and we can see that only half the dose has gone into Owen, which is probably good. It's not going to put him into cardiac arrest or coma, but unless it's some other... We can see here from some of the other shots of when we're seeing Blue that they shot her twice. They shot her once in the neck and then again on the flank and she's um and they leave that dart in there to for the rest of the liquid to drain into into blue so pulling it out of owen right away probably prevented the rest of that liquid from 
dreaming. So these mustn't be like your impact delivery darts like we've seen in the franchise before. Because they're, they're designed with a lead weight on the end of the plunger. When they hit the animal, inertia keeps the plunger going to inject whatever's being injected mm-hmm. into the animal. Where here, Owens is only half half coming, like half the dose has gone in. They haven't, it hasn't gone all the way. So unless they just haven't haven't thought about that when they were making the film for production. But as I said before, it's probably a good thing that uh, that. Owen didn't cop the full dose because he'd probably be in a coma now. Mm-hmm. Or, or dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zaya picks up uh, Fallen Soldier's pistol and stand, uh, stands pointing at it Wheatley. Um, he's amused by this somehow. Uh, someone else standing up to him. So much so he doesn't even hold the gun to fire. He just sort of lifts it up by the front stock with his uh, left hand. Zaya tells Wheatley that... Uh, they can't kill her. She's the only one here that can keep Blue alive. And Wheatley smirks. I think we have the drop on here, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> but Zia tells him that Blue's injured. If she doesn't uh, help, Blue will be dead before they get back to camp. And Wheatley thinks about this for a moment and then does something he's probably never done before and, <laughs> and gestures for his men to stand down. Like a little bit of comedic timing here as well. With, <laughs> with uh, I can't remember Wheatley's actor's name now. Ted Levine <laughs> in this role. And then uh, that's when he offers the ultimatum, if the animal dies, I shoot you. You're going to take care of her. And that's where the minute ends. But uh, mm-hmm. Wheatley's, Wheatley's full evilness has come out. Owen's lying on the ground. Maybe dead. We'll, we'll see you next minute. <laughs> uh, over in novel comparisons, uh, as Blue pins a Merc down, she digs her claws into his bulletproof vest, which saves his life. Not sure how that works. How claw- <laughs> bulletproof vests can stop claws and bullets. Uh, it's Owen that, shelts, uh, that yells, don't shoot. Uh, the bullet hits Blue in the leg, which uh, I don't think would bring her down, just make her even more pissed off. In one swift motion, Blue puts uh, her jaws over the guy's head as he cried out for someone to shoot it and chomp. So the Merc actually dies in the novel there. Uh, which, again, mirrors Udesky a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen charged at Wheatley, planning on tackling him to the ground. As he raises his gun, he yells, Owen, watch out. And Owen sees what is about to happen and traps the nearest Merc, uh, spinning him around between himself and Wheatley, the gun goes off and Wheatley shoots a dart at his own man, so something completely different <laughs> different there. Uh, but uh, as Owen let the man collapse to the ground, he pulls his own gun, but another Merc fires and hits Owen in the side with the dart, so someone else tags him and not Wheatley. Uh, interesting there that Owen's armed as well, which is not in the, uh, in the film. Um... Wheatley tells her to follow my orders. Uh, you're to be seen, not heard. So she, uh, if she dies, you die. Um, and lastly, it would seem we have reached the middle of the novel, the, that lovely middle of the section with all the photos from film and production. Uh, unfortunately, unlike some of the other novelizations, most of this stuff's just shots from the film and character shots, so nothing, mm. nothing new to share from the middle of the novelization. I think that's it for minute 35. Dave, if there isn't anything else, we'll get heavy for the week. Yeah, I think we're good. Mm-hmm.